Hi, and welcome to the Brand Aging Podcast with myself, Steve Halpern. Welcome to this podcast. If you're one of my regular listeners, and you know you're getting all this great information. And if you're a new listener, you're in for a treat. So let me offer a challenge at the beginning of this podcast. As many of you know, my birthday is coming up in January, January 8th, Elvis Presley's birthday. I'll be 76 years old. Well, that's chronologically. <laughs> Biologically, I'm still wears around 40 and uh, going down. So here's the challenge. Do you feel the best you've ever felt? Well, I can say that. I felt. I feel right now the best I've ever felt. I'm in the best physical and mental shape because I'm utilizing all the tools that are available, medically, nutritionally, dietary-wise, exercise-wise, that I've accumulated and continue to accumulate over the last decades and decades and decades. I mean, I started this when I was about 28 years old when holistic alternatives was quackery, Again, you had to worry about them coming in and trying to trap you into us mentioning cancer and then you get arrested for practicing medicine. So it's a crazy time. But now it seems, you know, for many people it's the end thing, especially after COVID. I mean, there, oh, I think there's somewhere around, uh, oh, maybe 100,000, 200,000 supplements. It's just incredible. And zillions of podcasts and videos. So, here's the challenge again. Do you feel the best you've ever felt? Well, why not? So, let me go over some things. You know, I mean, this this whole, it, it's kind of like, I'm going to really put it out. It's disgusting the way we talk about seniors. Oh, my gosh, you know. You know, what do you get to look forward to, you know. Um, you know it's crazy. And it shouldn't be. And... With enough, does it take work? Yes. Does it take expertise, input? Yes. Does it take testing? Yes. I mean, I take somewhere in, oh, in various amounts and dosages, somewhere around 40 supplements a day, you know, with the addition of some uh, appropriate pharmaceuticals, longevity pharmaceuticals under medical guidance. Luckily, I get to work with a wonderful integrative doctor, so I have the access to both input and testing. So I'm not doing the amateur hour. So let's go over this. As you get older, your microbiome changes. That's just a given fact. If you've had environmental exposure, if you've had history of antibiotics, if you had COVID, you're guaranteed your microbiome is off. And there are companies that are doing microbiome testing. Wonderful. And uh, zillions and zillions and zillions, oh, I love the word, zillions of different probiotics. And sometimes finding the right one is a great idea. I mean, testing might be a good idea. Experimentation, you know, we do a complete microbiome analysis in our office. And so you can find that exactly uh, what strains you might be missing. In fact, uh, my daughter just did a microbiome analysis of her dog, Zeke, and found out, you know, there are a couple of strains missing. You know, he had a good diversity, but a couple of strains are missing. So remember, it's diversity and strains, but it's also your diet. And if you're lucky 
and you know you don't have uh, the so-called gluten problem and grain problem um, you can add those you know what I started to do recently even up my fiber intake somewhere around 30 40 grams both reading labels and of course the vegetables and the fruit and the berries and you know some of the things I've added I've said in the previous podcast I've added um, apple fiber which is wonderful there's what they call polyphenols plus the fiber plus something called apigenin apigenin which is found in the skin of the apple so I'm getting the fiber and the chia seeds and the flax seed and if you want to go to root of metamucil oh a lot of cardiologists now on YouTube say take metamucil okay wonderful but if you take metamucil you don't take enough fiber boy you're going to have uh, I mean water (laughs) excuse me you're getting all that fiber you better take a lot of water okay and probably the other good idea is I probably take my suggestion is I do it about 50 milligrams of zinc because you can bind up some zinc when you're taking all those fibers. You know, it's called phytates, which can bind up the fibers. But definitely increasing the fibers. Increasing the fermented foods. I've said it a million times in the podcast. You know, if you can handle cabbage and kimchi and uh, all sorts of fermented foods, great idea. Increase the fiber. Increase the fermented foods. And uh, you're going to be on the road to changing your macrobiome. Remember, those bugs down there, those they're, a, they're an organ in itself. And they travel and they produce chemicals through the whole body. Heart, lungs, immune system, liver, skin, every place. It's not just in your gut. Brain, there's a whole bunch of studies linking macrobiome health to brain, and, and I can make a joke, and, you know, why not, it's my podcast, you know, if your microbiome is really off, you're going to feel shitty, Ooh, my daughter would say, that's a daddy joke, okay, well, I'm a daddy, so I can make those silly jokes, okay, so let's move on, how do you really become the best you can be, get a great, you know, and in the medical office that I'm, you know, get to be part of as, you know, the researcher with Dr. List, we do tests. She does tests that are really exploratory, not just a mainstream test, but really trying to find out all sorts of important markers that are not part of a standard test. I mean, if you're not having a Cleveland Heart Lab test done, you're missing out. You should know all those Factors like the lipoprotein A and the particle sizes and F2 isoprostanes and oxidative marker and the marker for um, nitric oxide, a vasodilator, and your EPA DHA ratios, your fish oil, you know, your omega 6, omega 3 ratios. Those are all important. Just having a cholesterol test, so what? Oh, your LDL cholesterol. Yes, triglycerides is not a good thing. Homocysteine, you want to get that homocysteine down to maybe five, six, seven. So getting a real, not a nonsense, lipid profile, a complete lipid profile, having your hormones done. Testosterone, free testosterone, serum binding hormone globin, estrogen, estrogen ratios, DHA, DHA sulfate, so you know what your profile is in your hormones. Big part of the being the best you can be. Then how you fix it? Well, that takes expertise. 
you know, because uh, it's all about balance. There are nutrients that can stimulate testosterone. There are nutrients that can block some of the estrogen production that males don't want and maybe stimulate some of the estrogen, good estrogen that females might want. So that's, you know, it's, uh, when you when you see all these YouTube videos, it's presented like the amateur hour. And it's not. Like I said, it takes expertise. And you can self-educate, you know, listen to these podcasts and listen to all the YouTube videos and and read and read and read and, you know, and listen to your body. Okay, so the first thing was fix your microbiome to be the best you can be. Secondly, get really tested so you have all those age, the best age markers. Now, you can do um, some of those age tests, and I'm still investigating them. They're called methylation clock tests. And you look at what your biological age is. So you have a marker. So when you're doing interventions, you know you're starting to maybe have an effect and reversing that clock. And clock. I'm going to tell you something else really, really important about a clock that really surprised me. You know, they talk about sleep and, you know, getting, you know, adequate amounts of deep, restful sleep. And sometimes you can do certain meditations and breathing exercise if you can't get that right amount of sleep. Sleeping in a dark room, of course. Maybe taking some melatonin if that works for you. Doing bright light, you know, get a bright light that you can buy. All sorts of bright light machines uh, that you can reset and turn down the melatonin. That's so, so important. I looked at one. Verilux is pretty good. I saw that on Amazon. And it's a good light. Most of those lights are really good. Um, And starting your morning with that light, especially, you know, if you don't live in Florida or California, uh, you know, and you're not getting out early in the morning, you know, skiing and getting that bright light, you need that bright light. It's so, so, so important. So this was, this was really very, very interesting study that I came across. See, and you get all this information for free on this podcast. Eventually, <laughs> I'm going to start uh, a site that you have to subscribe to. You know, everybody, it's, everybody on YouTube and these sites say, you know, we, we produce these and, you know, we need to support. Well, I'm, I'm going to work on that. <laughs> Here's a study. If you don't get enough sleep, okay, people have that problem for whatever reason. Uh, you have a little insomnia or you're stressed out or your work schedule. It can affect muscle. Look at that. It can affect loss of muscle. How do you like that? And so what they found is that three to four minutes of high-intensity exercise That meaning get your heart rate up for three, four minutes. You know, if you uh, if you got a good, you know, you've been checked out by the cardiologist and you're not on medication and you have a, you know, you're in good shape that way. Get it up to, you know, three quarters of your heart rate. You know, maybe it can be 130, 140 for three or four minutes. And how do you know? Because <sighs> you're breathing hard after. And that seems to have set some of the negative effects of that sleep loss. So there's a nugget that you got. Yeah, what I was mentioning before, I'm, I'm eventually, uh, hopefully, in New York, work on a patron site because there's so much information. I can't put this all in just a podcast and, and uh, my new blog. So uh, you'll have all those great nuggets because, as I said, I, I probably read at least, uh, depends on the day, 
at least a dozen studies, uh, not just uh, the ones that they send you on the feeds that, you know, the people on, many people on YouTube or even on Google, they subscribe to a feed. I really, really do the searches. So let's get back to what we talked about, about being your best self. And of course, the exercise. And, you know, insulin resistance. Everybody's got insulin resistance. Insulin resistance gives you fatty liver. Fatty liver does not mean your liver needs to go, you know, on a diet. Yes, it needs to go on a diet of not taking refined carbohydrates. So it's a good idea if you want to be your best self. Make sure you don't have that central obesity. So important. Make sure that if you're at risk, you know, you're doing the appropriate tests. You know, you can do the cancer stool test. Make, you know, if there's a family history. So use, use the medical interventions, you know, for screening. It's not a, it's not a bad idea, you know, to uh, know what your concerns and risks to be your best self. And let's talk about the exercise. When I, when I first started and I was 28 years old and I was working with some really um, great uh, physiologists, scientists, and uh, one was actually uh, a former uh, decathlon competitor and he taught me something. And it was exercise should be part of your activities of daily living. Not just the idea that, you know, I'm going to go to the gym. Well, maybe you don't like going to the gym. You got to dress up in your clothes and you got to do this and you don't want to take classes or you're embarrassed and people look at you, you know, or you're going to sign up for that thing where you're going to watch it on video. No. Activities. Look to make your activities your exercise. Right? Taking the stairs when you can, you know, carrying those groceries. So you can, you know, I'll, uh, I do it all the time. I do a whole weight training exercise, carrying my groceries, carrying my laundry. That's what people used to do. You know, there were, there were individuals up in the, you know, I'm a New Yorker and from the South Bronx, and there's a place called Little Italy. And there were many, many elderly Italian women who were 90s, 80s, 90s, maybe even centurions, and they were in great shape. Why? Because they walked up those tenements and they shopped. And it was work. You iron your clothes and you carry things. The exercise is part of daily activities, right? So you don't need to necessarily go to a gym, you know. I get up in the morning and I have, you know, uh, my stretch, stretch uh, bands. And you can have some weights and you can do some basic aerobics, you know, just dancing, Dance, start your morning with dancing. That's what I do. That's my aerobics. Okay. So make your exercise part of the activities of daily living. Now, interesting about being the best you can be, maybe you don't feel motivated. Well, there was an, a study that showed that the microbiome imbalance affected exercise motivation. So maybe when you don't feel, you'll feel like exercising. And, of course, you know that exercise improves you know, brain function and circulation. And we don't have to go all that into being your best self. So, again, let's move on. So, we talked about, let me summarize, we talked about the macrobiome, right? We talked about, um, you know, your... your 
Okay, let's get into this whole stress management issue, which is being your best self. And my philosophy of life is to control the things you can control and let go of the things you can't control. And that's a big, big piece. You know, controlling your brain so it's not running out of control and putting you into high cortisol stimulation and being able to be in your best self, disconnect from the web and the TV and the phone just for a little while to be back into your brain, into your, you know, uh, breathing and relaxing and realizing that, you know, you want to learn to listen to your body. And that's a big piece, learning to listen, okay? Learning to tune in and not buying the belief system. Oh, now remember, this podcast is super anti-aging. Oh, I'm a senior. Oh, my God. You know, well, so what? In fact, I said this in a previous podcast, when they got a group of seniors and they started to mentally think of themselves in a younger age, their biochemistry changed. Isn't that interesting? So thinking that you're at a younger age, not that you have to act stupid like a teenager, well, it's up to you, can really make a difference. That mindset can make such a difference. So being your best self is in your control. You know, we get used to a certain state of being and we think this is it. And then we want to go to doctors to fix it. Yes, for crises, that's great. For information input and tools, that's great. But it's ultimately going to come down to your efforts. So it's all in your hands. Come to the end of this podcast. I thank you for listening. Feel free to comment. Feel free to email me. And uh, try and be the best you can. That's all we can do. I thank you for subscribing and sharing this these podcasts on your social media and your friends. I really appreciate that. So again, thank you so much for listening.